this is Esther Koo, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Can't even hear it. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined by a man who has offered up his pants and undies as collateral and is betting that jacking his boner off won't get us kicked off of YouTube. That's Jeff Clark. Love gambling. What's up, everyone? And beaming to us from the Eagles locker room, the bearded human fleshlight stress reliever of the NFL, Shuddy boy. Yo, I'm not very enthused about that one. <laughs> oh, come on. If it was like, if the Eagles were in the Super Bowl and like the only thing that would get them to win was the whoever the quarterback is has to like just give you a quick pounding in the old bungus, you wouldn't offer that up to support the team? You homophobe? <laughs> no, I wouldn't because i have a feeling jalen hurts is packing some serious heat <laughs> yeah his last name isn't hurts for nothing <laughs> it would have oh, to be hurts that, that thunder fucked you he said the quarterback <laughs> uh, i thought i thought it was the opposing team not not of your team oh that's actually an interesting wrinkle so like if you're horrible anus shuddy boy enticed one of the bad guys and him thrashing your bungus made their team play worse. And the Eagles were able to swoop in and get a win because of it. No, still no. Yeah. Never knew you were such a homophobe, Shuddy. That's disappointing. Oh, stop. <laughs> Jeff wouldn't do that to get his giants to win the Super Bowl. No, yes, he, I would. he said he would blow no, you. Fuck. He would blow somebody to get to get a job. Listen, I'm not going to argue with you about this, but I would. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I mean, uh, didn't wasn't there some sort of a football thing you had to? Dis- oh no, it, it was a weed thing, right? That you were saving for the main episode, Jeff. Well, it just Logan was with his mom. Yeah, more or, or less, just my my mom's visit. Um, to Casa de la Clark this past weekend. She and her boyfriend flew into town for my brother's girlfriend's 30th birthday party, which was a a fiesta, a Mexican banger. She, my, my brother's girlfriend, um, invited like 70 people to this birthday party. Whoa. Uh, back house in her, or the, the uh, backyard of her house. And... She got like a taco guy, so uh, like a, I don't know, a couple to just make tacos the whole time. They uh, made like homemade pozole. Uh, I think I said that right, right? Pozole? I don't know. I the Mexican know soup. Uh, <laughs> and they it was it was quite the little fucking uh, throwdown. It was a lot of fun. But my mom stayed in town, and you asked me, or my mom stayed with us, and you asked me about the last time I smoked a blunt, which was when I visited upstate New York 
for a wedding and my mom was also in town. Me and my mom smoked a blunt and she almost only smokes blunts or smoke blunts when she smoked pot, but she's on the weed wagon now and she quit smoking pot. Whoa. Any particular yeah. reason? It's for her new job. Now, so how do you feel about your mom being a quitter? Oh, I hate it. And I gave her a, a lot of shit about it the entire weekend. Try to get her to uh, break the rules and smoke some pot, fall off the wagon, so to speak. You tried to but, get her to break edge? Yeah. Yeah, what, what did she get? She, she works for the CIA now or something? Fuck. Who Dude, is- she's working the same job she's always worked. She was like a fucking payroll administrator for a construction company. Um, I, because it's a construction company, I guess everyone there based on, Vir- she lives in Virginia now, based on Virginia law, like is eligible for a random drug test. And, um, she had to take a drug test when she first applied and first got the job, but she told them that she frankly was going to fail. And, and like her boss was like, all right, whatever, you don't have to take it then. Which should kind of, in my mind, like open her up to like breaking the rule more, like more frequently. Yeah, or be be more willing to break the rule. You would think because, like, if her boss like knows she smokes pot or did smoke pot and, and test her, then then maybe she'll never get tested. Or maybe if, if there were a way to test, she wouldn't give her Jeff, can you can you give us like a delivery of one of your your drops? Why is the oh, is the audio coming through all fucked up? Oh, it yeah. is. It it was Jeez. it was much crazier before, and it would have been funny if there was like a. Uh... Um, you said that you have like the Google Nest, right? You guys yeah. got one of the that. That can't be set up right. It is. My brother uh, is get good Cheech, at this sort of stuff. Get Cheech back on it. Oh, we don't. We, we wouldn't trust Cheech or that sort of thing. That's a that's a bill that's a bill move right there. And plus, Bill wouldn't trust me with that sort of thing either. So I'm gonna have to uh, get the fucking. Chief Technical Officer of the Casa de la Clark on the uh, on the matter. Anyways, so my mom told me she was going to fly out only for two days for my my, my brother's girlfriend's birthday party. That's, I was like, Mom, why don't you? That's a tricky a tricky flight. I did that. I used to do that from time to time when I first moved out to L.A. because I was so homesick. It was just like, ah, fuck it, I'll just fly out for the weekend, and it it got so exhausting because. You know, flying from L.A. to New York, it's, you know, technical. I mean, it's essentially eight hours because it's a five-hour flight and then the three-hour time difference. So a lot of times if I had to work on Friday and then catch a flight, I wouldn't land until like the middle of the night Saturday. And then I would have to leave kind of early on Sunday. And it was just like, oh, fuck. This is not only expensive but very time-consuming. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. And she was coming from Virginia, so it wasn't a straight flight, right? She had a layover in Denver. 
um, and then flew into Long Beach. But I was like, Mom, why don't you guys come out for like the holidays and stay a little longer? And she's like, well, you know, with my new job, you know, I might have to work some some holidays. I was like, oh, all right. Damn. And this is we're in the same conversation, mind you, where she's telling me that she just quit smoking pot for this job. And we continue on a little further and she's talking about just like how, yeah, I'm in payroll so I can see what everyone's making. And it's kind of crazy. It's like I, I, I make more money than a lot of the people that work in the office. But I mean, I'm still, and this is what she said, but I'm still making a lot less money than when I worked in New York, which computes, right? Yeah. It's like Virginia mm-hmm. to New York, whatever. But like at, at that point, I just start like laughing at her and just start like uncontrollably laughing. I'm like, mom, like, hold on. Let me just say this back to you. So you're really excited about your job, but you make less money. You might have to work the holidays and you gave up weed. Like, well, I'm going to shoot you straight. This sounds like the uh, terrible life decision. Just terrible. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about and why, like, why you could possibly think this is a good thing. So I was hoping to break her a little bit when she, when she uh, visited, but she held strong. Um, How many suitcases of baked goods did she bring? Zero. Yeah. Very disappointing about that. She'll probably send us a Christmas package, though, like she usually does. Um, but then that's a great point. Actually, hot anymore, and she didn't bring baked goods, Jeff. I would have just put her back. I would have just put her back on the fucking plane. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If I had to drive her to LAX, I would have. I would have been like, you know what? Get a fucking Uber. You're not worth. You're not worth the drive back to that airport. Oh, police! This woman just said she has a bomb. (laughs) Peace out. (laughs) Yeah. So I was uh, pretty disappointed that I couldn't smoke pot with my mom when she was in town, and she was pretty disappointed um, that she couldn't smoke pot. I was like, "Mom, you just you just fucking break the rules." I mean, the job sucks, anyways. You don't make that much money if they if they knew beforehand that you smoked pot and they like you and you built a good relationship with your boss, they're a, they're probably not going to forget. And B, if you get popped for a random drug test, they'll probably just tell you ahead of time. You could flush your P out. I feel like the likelihood of an office worker getting a random drug test for a construction company is very slim. Very slim. I feel like that's more for like the people on job sites. uh, Right. To prevent injury and insurance and workman's comp claims. But if I could, if I could play devil's advocate, uh, go for it. I also know what it's like to have, you know, oh, what are the odds of that? And then it happens. Wait, don't apply your Kevin Kraft luck. Your excuse me, Kevin Kraft curse to this, this situation. Dare How dare you? So bad it's spelled with a K. Remember that. Don't forget. How fucking dare you? All I'm saying is, is I've been there. I've, I've been where like. The odds of this happening are fucking nothing. And then they happen and it's like, fuck. And I don't know. Who knows? Is it maybe your mom uh, has found that life on the other side? Like, ah, it's actually not that bad without weed. That's not what she said at all during the trip. (laughs) (laughs) She actually said the opposite. She's itching her neck. Yeah, she's fiending. 
She could hardly she could hardly eat. I felt bad guys, for her. Do you guys have any CBD? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she were operating a fucking crane or something, that would make sense. But she's hitting copy and paste into an Excel sheet. Like it's not you can do that high. And in fact, you probably should do that high. <laughs> I don't know. I, I remember like I haven't been I, I used to remember like getting so disappointed when like someone wouldn't smoke weed with me and like like a fr- if a friend was taking a break or just stopped smoking weed it would be like oh man I can't fucking smoke weed with you anymore but I don't know maybe it's just because I've become such a pussy and my tolerance is so awful that it's like yeah I, I mean I don't know Jeff if you stop smoking weed I don't think that would really bum me out I would probably make fun of you a little bit just because it's my duty on the show but and in all reality, I wouldn't be bummed out. I no, I get that. But I mean, I don't know. How often do we even see each other in person, hang out in person? Maybe once every few months. So like either one of us making like a. Yeah, especially since you bailed, uh, bailed on being in John Cooper. You missed <laughs> miss that oh, opportunity. Jesus. Jesus fucking Christ. Um so I don't know. Us may like if I quit drinking or started eating healthy, it really wouldn't affect you that often, or vice versa. I mean, I'd be a, probably a grumpy person and I'd be far less cool, but it wouldn't well, be a deal breaker. I don't and think you can't afford to be any less cool. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> enough cool to shave off. Yeah, you. <laughs> Man, speaking of uh, being grumpy and eating healthy. I was just going to say, you dropped something on the, uh, when we were, did, uh, queef or no queef. Yeah. So before the, before we started shooting John Cooper, I realized that it had been <clears> a minute <throat> since I've gotten a physical. So I was just like, all right, let me just get ahead of this, get it out of the way, go get a physical. It's been like, I don't know, two years or something. And, uh, they took blood work from me. And it's, I remember just going to the doctor, getting a physical and they do the blood work right now, right there. And now it seems like you have to go, you have to make two trips. So it's like, it's no longer a one-stop shopping. You have to make an appointment, go see the doctor. They do their shit. Then they give you a referral. You have to make another appointment to go get blood drawn at a different place on a different day. Kevin, I don't know that we should be discussing the... American healthcare system. We should stay in our lane and talk about how, not talk about how it's a big business. Sorry about the hummus instead. I don't know what the hell Shuddy's getting at, but anyway, um, so they, I go in to get my blood work done and I tell the woman who's there to take the blood. I was like, yeah, I kind of have shy veins. I'm sitting there doing the, like making a ball with my fist, trying to get something to pop up. She's like, I oh, don't worry, don't worry, I'll get it, I'll get it. So she like ties me off, just like one of those heroin tie offs, <laughs> and she's like slapping, slapping the vein. Nothing's coming up. So she she just jams the needle in. She's just like, ah, uh, I think I feel a vein somewhere in this area. Stab. Puts the little cartridge in that makes the blood start shooting out, and nothing happens. So. Her next course of action was to go like this, like it's a fucking Atari joystick, 
and just digs around in my arm until the blood starts spurting. And I'm just sitting there like, ow, 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 fucking ow. You're going to make me faint just thinking about that. And she finally gets it, and she hit the fucking old faithful vein because those cartridges she was putting in that little tube were filling up so quick. It was just like, bloop, 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 bloop. Change it out, change it out, change it out. So it took a few weeks to get the results. So I was actually on set, and I get a call from the doctor's office. They're like, yeah, we have your results. We need to make an appointment for you to come in. And I'm like, oh, come in. Can't you just tell me over the phone? And she's like, yeah, we can do that. And I'm thinking she's just going to tell me right then and there. And she's like, all right, we have to make an appointment for you to talk to the doctor over the phone. Oh, my God. Christ. So I was I was on set. It was like a lunch break. So I'm just like, you know what? Let's make it for the Tuesday the following week when I'm done with all the shit and my schedule is a little bit more free. So the, the doctor calls me, and she's like, all right, let's go over your blood work. So everything looks good. Your sodium levels look good. You know, you have great blood pressure, and um, all this stuff is good. Then she's like, the one thing, a couple things we have to talk about. You're a little vitamin deficient, so you're going to have to start taking vitamin D and vitamin B12 supplements every day. And I was like, all right, whatever. A couple more pills to swallow in the morning. That's fine. Whatever. Let's do it. Wait, how many pills do you swallow every morning? Uh, two Zyrtec, so I don't break out in hives. I have to take two Zyrtec every day to keep the hives at bay. And do you have like one of those um pill? Uh, no, it's one of those pill case things that you you have to fill up like for every day of the week, and that's how you know which ones to take. I used to, but. I might, I might now that I have to incorporate more pills into my routine. Why but, don't you um, use that anymore? Um, it just got to a point where I wasn't using it. I was just too okay. lazy to fill it up, and I don't know. I'm pretty good at remembering to take my shit, so I don't know. I'll save that for when I'm in my seventies. But uh, she was like, "The one thing that is causing concern is your cholesterol." She was like, "Your cholesterol is so high." that we had to do like another panel and analyze your blood a little further to make sure your arteries and your heart valves and stuff aren't swollen. And she's like, she's like, they're good for now. She's like, but you're, you're in deep shit. Like you have to make changes or else your heart is in deep, deep trouble. And I was like, fuck me. And I don't know if I told you guys this story, but when we did the overnight shoot for the movie, when we wrapped, it was like six in the morning, I think. And I was kind of just doing that thing where, you know, we, me and the producers and the assistant directors got together and we're talking about, you know, the next day, what, what scenes we had to shoot next, how the day went out of nowhere. Like I've always, my, myself and my sister, and I think we get this from my dad, are we get like these heart palpitations where out of nowhere, like it feels like your heart stops for a second. And then there's like a thump, 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 real quick to catch up. And it, it's always a very quick thing. And when it, the second it starts, it kind of feels like when you go over a drop on a roller coaster, it's like, <gasps> like you lose your breath a little bit. And then it just, that, 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 
catches up and then back to normal. Out of nowhere, my heart went like, and it just kept going and going and going. And my face started tingling and the room started spinning. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I sat down, I'm like, this is how I die. I die right here on set. You're, did the guy, uh, your fellow filmmakers notice you're going through this? Yeah, they were like, dude, what's going on? What's going on? Talk to us, talk to us. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And it, it, I'm sure it, you know, cause it was, it was really, really fucking scary. And, you know, kind of like when an earthquake hits, it feels like it's going on for an eternity, but in reality it was like 10 seconds. It was like my, my heart had an earthquake. It was just like, Oh, ah, it's really, really fucking scary, especially because if my face getting tingly and the room spinning and stuff and getting lightheaded from it. I was like, I think I might have just had a heart attack. I don't know, but um, that's never happened before, and that was truly terrifying. And they're like, you know, you've been chugging coffee all day. You know, overnights are tough. You're probably not drinking enough water. You're probably a little dehydrated. Just, you know, let us know if it happens again or gets worse. And it, it didn't. You know, I don't know if that was just because the overnight kicked my ass so much and I was dehydrated and I was stressed out and all the other factors, but that's what it sounds like. And I need to, the dogs sound like they need water. I'll be right back. Oh, speaking of dehydrated. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, buddy, it freaked me the fuck out. I'm not going to lie. Cause I mean, you know, when my dad died, it was, you know, it wasn't just one thing. My it took like the medical planets aligning to take him down. You know, he was in a coma. He had um, the you know the pulmonary fibrosis. He had a lot of damage to his internal organs. Um, I think when when he got COVID years ago, he got hospitalized from it and it fucked his lungs up. So you know that on top of pulmonary fibrosis and you know while he was in the coma. He had a heart attack, like all these things. It was just seriously everything in the world trying to take him out. And he never had the the greatest heart in the world, and I don't think I do either. I mean, I've got good blood pressure. I can't explain all the other shit, but like Yeah, it's like weird. You would think like you would have bad blood blood pressure if you had some I don't know, heart if issues. You're cholest- or yeah, if you if your cholesterol was that bad, you would think Yeah your blood pressure would be high because your stuff was starting to clog. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it either. I mean, I remember going to the doctor years ago and he took my blood pressure and he was like, Holy shit. He's like, you're going to live forever. I was like, Oh shucks. I bet you say that to all the girls, but it, that, that was, hold on. Cause you've gotten bad medical, um, analysis or feedback, whatever before. Is there a chance they could be wrong? Yeah, I mean, there's always a chance, but I mean, I've I've always had high cholesterol, but it's never been like this before. It's never been where I had to have like a talking to. It's always like, yeah, your cholesterol is a little a little high, but you know, just chill out on the the pork and the bacon, and you'll be fine. My sister has high cholesterol. My mom has high cholesterol. Every time the three of us goes to the doctors, they're like, yeah, you got high cholesterol. This was the first time she was like. She's like, yeah, you're you're good for now, but I was surprised. 
that with how high your cholesterol is that there aren't bigger issues. So she was like, you have to cut out all high cholesterol stuff like pork, sausage, processed meats, um, egg, egg yolks. Like you really, you have to change your diet. You have to go to a low cholesterol, low fat diet or else. Is this your way of telling us you're going to become a vegan? No. You can eat chicken with high cholesterol. Fish. I've been eating a lot more fish since I got that call. But yeah, I know. What I mean, kind of fish? Tilapia. Mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> can you have shrimp at Tafui? But I t- like, I told I told Carl this because she, as you know, Jeff loves to bake, and she makes yeah, a lot she of cookies. Does. She's always whipping up batches of and like finding recipes online and making different types of cookies. But she was like, "Oh, I guess um, I got to stop baking you all that stuff, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, like I gotta I gotta really chill out on butter. Like butter is gonna fuck." She didn't me have to up. stop baking me that stuff though. She, the doctor told me I gotta like any anytime I cook with oil to use canola oil because all the other stuff will fuck my heart up and my cholesterol. It's like God damn man, like I didn't even get to did just, you weigh in on avocado oil. I did. I asked about that, and she was like, "Avocado oil is sort of middle in the road because I guess avocado there is, is a lot of fat. In it. Yeah, it's fatty." So she was like, she was like, it's kind of middle in the road, but in all honesty, I would just stick to canola oil and not fuck with the avocado. No olive, no avocado, no. That's all, Matt. Uh, how about sesame oil? Did you ask her that? Because that's delicious with Asian foods. It is, but I think sesame oil is real bad for you. <laughs> I think oh. sesame sesame oil is like loaded with saturated fat or some shit. Yeah, I was going to use that in a few minutes or after the podcast, but I mean, I'm going to power through regardless, but it does make me uh, think about that more. I figured it was healthier because it was like, an, you know, that's like the Asian oil. I was like, those guys are much healthier than Americans. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's a, it was, that doesn't matter. That was a huge bummer. Like I got to make, make big changes or I'm going to fucking croak. But might help me win this weight loss contest. Smoking yeah. two pussies. Yeah, I work super into weight loss contest. Forgot about it. Shuddy's lapping us right now, and this motherfucker was working out while we were doing a podcast when you were when you were away. Now I'm just however like turning into a robot. I I have kind of hit the brakes on it. I'm maintaining. I'm staying, but I have not put enough distance uh between you and i myself and you guys so i'm gonna get dom to fucking put a case of baja blast on your on your doorstep (laughs) i have two cases in the house that are unopened oh wow don't they just discipline right there delicious i mean you know that refreshing when you open it Mm -hmm. and that delicious first sip I'm aware. I am aware. Kevin's playing for keeps right now. <laughs> All those bubbles dancing as you're down your throat when you swallow. Uh. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, Shuddy's out. Uh-huh. Shuddy's Shuddy's off of it. It's all good. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah. So, are you just eating like a lot of salads right now? A lot of, you said fish. I mean, I felt like you were eat, you were, had a pretty good diet run for a few months there. I know, and it wasn't enough. Did you tell them your like current food schedule? And they're like, "All right, that's that's you're heading in the right direction." Or were they just like? They just gave you the the foods you can eat. No, it was more or less just like, yeah, you, you know, you got you got to just eat better. You got to have less less cheat meals, less less snacks, less butter. Like butter is the big shit, just because it's in fucking everything. You know, it's even in pasta. And then whatever oh, yeah. sauces you put on pasta have even more butter in it. Like everything is just jam packed with butter. You love butter. You love pasta. I do, and I love popcorn. So now when I go to the movies, I got to fucking chill out on popcorn, which really is a kick right to the pee hole. But by chill out, does that mean like because you go to the movies a lot? Yeah. Let's say like once a week, right? At least. Pretty much, yeah. I'm sure, you got something new to review this week, right? I do. So if you just do, oh, could you? Would you do once a time, uh, once a month for 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 popcorn, or is that too frequently? I don't know. Or too frequent. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna just eat fucking leaves and mulch for the rest of my life. There will be times where I'll break the rules, and I'm pretty sure my body will be able to process it and won't murder me for it having popcorn. But it's one of those things where I gotta I gotta be careful because it's like if I have it's like ah once a month I'll just get some popcorn and like I'll get ice cream and. Have some pasta, then it's just like, all right, I'm loading up on the cholesterol. I gotta, I gotta really yeah. pick and choose my, my, my cheats. You know, one this thing leads to another, and you're you're sucking dick and poop slime alley for some margarine. I don't think jizz. I'm sorry, giz has um, a lot of cholesterol in it, so I might be safe there. I mean, for it. Oh, not. Wait, why? Who whose dick am I sucking so I can have butter? Just Somebody in poop Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, fo- I, fo- I, followed, I followed it, Jeff. I followed it. I mean, if I really want butter that bad, I'll just walk to Ralph's and buy some. I'm not going to suck some guy's dick. Well, I guess You're a homophobe now, huh? We can't lose any more Patreon subscribers because of that stuff, Kevin. So why don't you tone <laughs> it down? F you. Uh, this sounds like I would get a second opinion. Yeah. Before making all these life choice life changes. I just can't fathom that your that your cholesterol is that high. And if it is, that you're going to be able to do anything about it. Because I don't I mean, I'm not around you constantly, uh, but I don't there's no way with your weight and stuff that you're eating that shitty that it should be that big of a concern. I mean I don't know. I don't know how to counter that. I'm. I don't have any medical training, so. Neither do I, but I. That's why I would just. All I know is that know, news. Maybe your maybe with... your blood samples got switched with a seventy year old obese man. Yeah, I mean, could be, but everything else was was pretty fine except for the two vitamins that I'm not getting enough of. I guess. 
I'll say to you what I said to my mom about her whole weed prohibition. In five years, if your cholesterol doesn't A, get better, and what I said to her is if you don't get drug tests in the next five years, are you going to feel bad about all those blunts you didn't smoke or cheeseburgers you didn't eat? I mean, not particularly because I, like I am cheeseburgers. Okay. I am 41. I mean, this is the point in life where you either have to work on yourself maintenance a little bit or just let yourself go. And, you know, we talked about this on a previous episode, going back on Facebook to promote the movie a little bit and get some early excitement. I'm seeing some of my fellow classmates who I am shocked, quite frankly, that I'm the same age as these people. And it's like, oh, this, this really is coming down to crunch time, whether you want to age gracefully or (laughs) just fucking ride it out and be like, I'm fucking ready. Take me, Lord. I'm eating this fucking pie in one hand and this stick of deep fried butter in the other, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I know what you mean there. Um, And you're going into, like, you're you're trying to (laughs) career in this. Is 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 my, you know, you know, gang. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you just got scrambled to fuck you're probably better now though somebody has to have some sort of jammer in your apartment complex there's no way yeah is it the gardeners who control the butt vibrating butt plug in your ass it's the remote it's the the remote uh the wireless signal from the butt plug. Jesus Christ. Speak, speaking of which, there is a... Am I still robotic? No, you're good. No. There's a, there's a, there's a whole bunch of, like, apartments in my little hood, right? So there's a... When you, when you look at, like, for the other Wi-Fi networks, there's a Wi-Fi network. One of my neighbors titled it Gay Overload. <laughs> Oh, get me on that one. <laughs> it's locked, so I can't even get in. Hmm. I wanted to see what was so gay about it. Yeah. As soon as you sign in, you just get lemonparty.org. <laughs> just pops up, like automatically opens in your browser. Well, um, I would like to take this quick opportunity while we have a moment of silence to promote our friend Miguel who was the co-host of MSPH with me for the first, I don't know, 12 episodes or so. But, um, he has been working on writing his book and it is completed after years and years of work and it's currently available on Amazon. So if you want to support the homie, it's called gossiping ghosts and classless vampires. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, I haven't had a chance to read it yet just because, you know, things have been a little hectic. But looking looking forward to cracking that open and supporting the homie. Miguel's a really good dude. He and I have been talking a lot lately. He was actually like, um, dude, when, you're, when you rap and you have a life again, treat yourself to Final Fantasy 16. Like ever since Miguel and I were kids, we were obsessed with Final Fantasy games. So I took him up on his word, and I bought. Uh, I went to GameStop, 
because what's it called? Uh, Dumb Money was making me feel nostalgic. So I went to uh, I went to GameStop and bought a copy of Final Fantasy 16, and I'm looking forward to that game consuming my soul for a little bit while I catch my breath post principal photography and while I'm in this dead space waiting for the editor to get the stuff. But anyway, I digress off on a rant. Check out Miguel's book, Gossiping Ghosts and Classless Vampires on Amazon if you're if you're a reader. It's not um like an autobiography, or is it? No, no, it's um it's a uh, fiction. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, and while, nice, while nice we're plug. promoting homie stuff, I think there's still a couple tickets left for Dustin's special. That's this weekend, Saturday the 14th in Bellflower. So you can get your tickets at the Stand Up Comedy Club. Just Google the Stand Up Comedy Club, Bellflower, or Dustin Ibarra, and get tickets. I will 100% be there. Carl, Carl and I got our tickets. Jeff, you going to be there? Yeah, me and uh, Cheech are gonna go. Cheech is my my date. Nice. So, look forward to it. When does it start again? I think eight p.m. Mm, it's on a Saturday, huh? Oh, okay. I do have to watch curling at that time. <laughs> College football. <laughs> the, the USC Notre Dame game is that night, but I'll be able to work around it. Oh man, that's really conflicting with my ladies' Quidditch championship. Oh, I was actually going to ask you if you wanted to uh, come to Long Beach and have some dinner beforehand, but now with this diet you're on, I'm not sure if I want you to come have dinner with me. Look, man, every restaurant has healthy shit, which I'm unfortunately learning through this whole fucking bullshit. Ugh. So that means no more going to Moza. Well, I mean, it's not like Moza was a regular thing. I'm not going to fucking Michelin Michelin star restaurants on the reg. I was saying we could uh I was thinking we can order a porterhouse for me, you, Carl and Cheech. Couple you- couple fixings with it, but I guess it'll just be for me, Carl and Cheech, not you. You'll have to get a side salad. Well, look you man. should uh just go to uh Korean barbecue and do exclusively pork belly. How fucking dare you. Man. Okay, I thought Shuddy Boy was my friend and he just wants to murder me. Technically, it sounds like he's trying to talk you into murdering yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Really just your heart murdering you. Come on, do it. Don't be a pussy. Eat some bacon rack steaks. Some nice crispy fried pancetta. Look, it's not it's not off the table for good. I mean, you've never been to um, Musso and Frank, right, Jeff? No, no. I mean, I would do a, like I'm not, I haven't eaten my last steak. I will eat a steak again, hundred percent. It's just Thank I got I got to pick and choose my battles. You know, I would like oh. to live past my my 40s and 50s and make some make some more movies and stuff. I just got my I just got my fucking foot in the door. I can't die now. I got big yeah. plans. By the way, people do keep asking Oscars me. To win. And um I guess I'll just say it here again just cuz I get a I get a lot of questions. I can at least 
um, answer it for the Puminati. Uh, so as far as where the movie's going to end up, I don't really know. Um, I talked to one of the producers while we were on set, and I made some sort of comment about how, you know, with our SAG deal, we can only go to streaming. And he was like, actually, the deal we ended up signing does allow for theatrical. So I have no fucking idea. It's it's basically going to come down to how long it takes for post-production until we're picture-locked and the movie is 100% completed to kind of see where we are, like what month that falls in. And if we have a finished movie and there's some pretty cool festivals coming up, like I would love to get into South by Southwest. And I think it's in March, which would fit the timeline. So it's like once we get the movie finished, you know, it's like, all right, do we want to try to just rush this and sell it to a streamer like like Tubi or Freebie or something? Or do we want to wait a few months, try and get it into a festival, see if we can get some interest in it? So it really just comes down to how things play out once it's picture locked. So I really don't know. I would love to be able to tell you, yeah, it's going to be in theaters, or you can go to this website and buy, buy a Blu-ray of it or stream it here. It's just... This is also all uncharted territory for myself, so um, believe me, I'll be shouting it from the fucking rooftops once I have an answer, but as for now, it's going to take a few months before I know where the movie's fate lies. And it also, I mean, depending on what the movie sells for, you know, if it sells for big and it's successful, you know, my next move could be a little, a little bit of a step up if it if it sells and makes its money back and a tiny bit more and goes to one of the free streamers, I might have to try and live in this budget a little while, the same budget range. And then I would have to Please just... prove that you could uh, operate in that budget. Yeah. And I did have, you know, one of the producers was telling me they're like, you know, dude, like the, the hardest thing is making your first movie. And once you've proven that you can make one, it's a lot easier to get funding. People will be more interested in your next project. Cause I mean, if you look at, even if, you know, I'm not saying that it's going to. I, I, I'm very confident with the performances that the actors put in and the the way all the crew did. I think it, it is going to turn out to be a really fun, funny movie. But you never know. There, it is within the realm of possibility that it turns out to be a stinker, and you have to prepare for that stuff. So, like, if in this bizarro world chance that it does stink, people make multiple shitty movies. <laughs> so, like... You know, people keep cranking them out. I don't know what the hell point I'm trying to make right now is. <laughs> Did the, yeah, you, you think, lost me. <laughs> do you think the Greasy Strangler made money? Yeah. Because it had like a big cult following. And I really enjoyed Greasy Strangler. And the follow-up, the an evening with Beverly Luff-Lynn with... Craig Robinson and Aubrey Plaza. That movie makes me fucking piss myself. I've gone back and rewatched it on Netflix and that like same creative team. And I'm pretty sure that was a big step up in budget as well. So all right, let's okay. move on to something else. Cause I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just fucking. Spinning. Yeah. You went from plugging Miguel to plugging yourself to, after plugging your heart, just I don't know where we're what we're doing here. You guys watch any movies? 
nothing nothing new nothing current that you're not gonna razz me about yeah i just wasted a couple of rent checks on football this weekend should have went to the movies instead yikes i mean i did stumble across something that could be a good movie for you and dom shuddy oh it appears that peacock got the exclusive streaming rights to winnie the pooh blood and honey and uh, oh, let's just say Tom's that already is, watched it. I'm sure. Wow, that is right up the alley of what the fuck did I just watch? The five dicker for Dom. Let's I mean, see. Speaking of six movie successes, that movie had a budget of a hundred thousand dollars and made five million in just its theatrical run. So I don't know what Peacock paid for it to get the rights, but I'm sure that was a pretty penny. So anybody who had any points in Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, made out like a fucking bandit. Uh, It is on Dom's watch list. He has not watched it yet. Uh, However, the great Poudini has watched it, has rated it, and is on the opposite end of the spectrum of you kevin yeah i saw that according to the great poudini uh this is a four and a half dick movie i mean poudini's got a little bit of dom in him a little (laughs) bit of dom (laughs) i like how you said that all right hold on i'm gonna i see the reviews that he gets so we talked about this a while ago, Jeff, because Winnie the Pooh is so old that it entered public domain. So yeah. k- kind of like Peter Pan, nobody owns the rights to it, so it's a free-for-all. Anybody can make Peter Pan content. Anybody can make Winnie the Pooh content. And this guy was just like, oh, it's up for grabs? We're going to make a slasher movie where Winnie the Pooh just murders people. And I kind of thought it would go, uh, because it's such a fucking silly premise, that it would be a sillier movie. But no, it was trying to be very serious with some less than stellar acting involved and a very goofy script. And like, I, what I don't understand is they have the whole fucking thing. Like they, they set this backstory up in the movie like uh, when Christopher Robin went away to college and left these talking animals alone. They couldn't figure out how to fend for themselves and went back to being feral. And they cannibalized Eeyore and ate him. Um, They stopped talking. But the only people you see in the movie are Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. Like, there's no Owl, there's no uh, Kanga, no Roo, no Tigger. Well, take it easy. They might not have been in, they might not be in public domain. Well, they do mention them. In the the whole backstory before the movie starts. Oh, they do mention them by name? Yeah, at least Owl. um, I forget who else. But there there were some that got name dropped that never got shown. You only see Pooh and Piglet. And, I mean, there's this one kill where Winnie the Pooh grabs this chick and just, like, rips her shirt off and then murders her. So, like, it's just like Winnie the Pooh is just like, here you go. Here's titties, everybody watching, and then kills the girl. So Every... Tigger is not in the public domain. 
Ah, okay. Who Piglet, Kanga, Rue, Owl, Eeyore, and Christopher Robin are because uh, they came out in the Winnie the Pooh book in 1926. Interesting. Every horror movie that doesn't have new gatos, I I deduct a half dick automatically. I need new gatos. I mean, you can't have a legitimate horror movie without some without some tatas. Actually, as I as I say that, I think about my favorite horror movie, Scream, which doesn't have titties. So. There, I guess I'm a fucking. I mean, it looks like this movie, anyways, gets fairly close to titties. Winnie the Pooh. Pooh? He said that. Yeah, there are boobs in. It's it's just those one. That that one that are are, uh, are more. (laughs) I don't know what you said, but I think I I can answer your question. Um, It's literally just that. Like he literally just like Winnie the Pooh pounces on this girl out of nowhere while she's hiding from him in a garage, kind of like slaps her around a little bit, and then all of a sudden her shirt just flies off. Like Carl and I looked at each other and we we're like, "Wait, why are there titties? Like, how did this just so, happen?" So not the girl in the hot tub. No, but I think I looked her up. I think she's a porn star. I think I don't want to speak out of turn, but. I think she's a, an adult entertainer in some way, shape, or form. What, I mean, what character does she play? She's just one. Like it's it's literally like these girls. A group of girls goes to this cabin, and Winnie the Pooh and Piglet attack them. And the the kills are so they actually got fucking CG in this. It's not doesn't look like a Marvel movie or anything, but. I know even the crappiest of CG is still a little bit pricey. So I was surprised to see that in the movie, like a handful of of CG elements. But there were some gruesome kills, but it's still very, very bad. It is definitely a what-the-fuck-did-I-just-watch movie. So if you and Dom both have the cock, that's a good one to add to the list. Well, I know I definitely do. Trying to uh, see all the actresses in this to pick out the porn star. Seems like there was a lot of hot chicks in this movie. Well, the the I actually did go to the theater twice this past week. Oh, I saw. Wait, real quick. I saw this on the Wikipedia page. What's up? The budget for Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey was a hundred thousand dollars, and the box office was five point two million. Thanks. Thanks for that information, Jeff. Yeah, that that had not previously made its way onto this podcast. Okay, I feel dumb now. I think you're being sarcastic. <laughs> I mean, Carl, like when we found that information out, Carl was like, is there anything else we can do a similar treatment to? Because she's, she's now all in. She's like, let's fucking make movies. Like, she got she got a cameo in the movie and was like that was awesome she's like i never had any interest in entertainment but like being on set was so fucking fun that was so just like such a thrilling experience she's like i see why people get addicted and and like pursue careers in this because that was awesome that was a really fun night on set 
So she was like, she was like, wait a second. So they put a hundred thousand dollars into this movie, made over five million theatrically, and then sold the rights to Peacock. Like that movie stunk. Like what? What else can like? Can we make like a, an X-rated Peter Pan or something? Like what? What is there? Did she say that? No, that was that was me. She made she made a huge she made a huge jump from becoming uh, a movie making duo to getting to you guys having your own porn studio. Yeah, <laughs> you know? a, a Peter Pan <laughs> porn. Can, like, can I be in it, or is it just, is it just Peter Pan North? I don't know. I would I would invite you, but you'd probably decline, like you did with John Cooper. <laughs> oh my god, you invited me. To one day, and it was a busy day. Yeah, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, everybody's busy on Saturdays. I don't remember if that was the day. I asked you if you were going to be mad about me not going, and you said you weren't. And here you are bringing me up time at uh, time and time again. So it's all right. Do, how I, about I, this? The the being on set, I made. I I, I think I might have made some actual friends. <laughs> so oh, fuck. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Wow. Jeff. What did you need me on set for? I thought the Puminati would be pumped to see some MSPH cameos in it. Oh, you wanted me actually in the movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know about that. I didn't. I I thought you just wanted me to, like, hang out. Oh, you're so full of shit. Jesus Christ. Either way. If the people that made that Winnie the Pooh movie leaned into the silliness a little bit, like it was bad. But all you had to do was inject some humor into it, not take it so seriously, and that would have been a fucking smash. Like there are, it's already greenlit for a sequel. So that kind of makes me want to just, you know, all right, if that if they made that for a hundred grand, I'm sure they called in favors. They had to have. Because I've talked to some people who worked on $100,000 movies, and I watched it. And I was like, how the fuck did you shoot that? That was gorgeous. How did you get that for 100000 And they're like, we knew a lot of people that owed favors, so we got some stuff for free. And I was like, all right, that, that makes sense. I love that um, AA, on IMDb, A.A. A. Milne gets a writer's credit on the movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I wonder if that's legally binding. So, I mean, look at these movies this guy has done. It's like a Sci-Fi Channel list of movies: Fire Nato, Dinosaur Hotel Two. Uh, yeah, dude. Cur- Curse of Jack Frost, Pterodactyl, Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. I'm telling you, man. There's. There's a reason these movies keep getting cranked out. People are getting fucking loaded off of them. Those are producing credits. My apologies. But anyway, um, I did go to the theater and and saw Saw 10, Saw X. No Carrie Ewells, though. My brothers went and saw that, too. Yeah, no Carrie Ewells, but um, there was a a lot of online chatter about how they finally made another good Saw movie. And how rare it is to get to the 10th installment in a franchise and have it still be good. So I was like, ooh, I got to check this out. Is there other examples? I can't even remember of like movies getting to 10. Maybe Halloween got to 10 eventually. 
I mean, if you count the reboots and stuff, probably. But, I mean, I don't think A Nightmare on Elm Street made it to 10. I guess Friday the 13th did with Jason X in space. Oh, yeah. I can't forget that one. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't happen often. And the Saw movies are always... They're pretty much just delivery mechanisms for gore and torture porn. So they never really focus too much on the the story. And this one, they're kind of doing that whole Fast and the Furious thing. Like Fast and Furious movies are sort of just finding gaps in the timeline and being like, ooh, we can crowbar in something here. Like the And Fast X, Shuddy Boy, that was how they introduced Jason Momoa as a villain. Was they just... When like I think it was was it Fast Five when they steal the safe? Yes. Yeah. So they just rode in like, oh yeah, Jason Momoa was in one of those cars in that big chase. Yeah, where you don't see anybody. Yeah. So they're just like finding little gaps in the story and retconning it. And they did that with So Saw Ten takes place between Saw One and Two. And Saw One, I think, came out in two thousand and four. So Tobin Bell, who was already kind of up there in age, has let two decades pass. And it's like, ooh, if you want to keep doing that, you're going to have to fucking film these movies like back to back because he's getting up there. But the the whole storyline was basically like, um, so the Jigsaw character has cancer and spoiler alert, he dies very early on in the franchise, I think in the third one or something. And um, they make it like he had he goes he finds some cancer treatment thing in Mexico. That's like this. This doctor is like, yeah, we found a way to treat this. And the pharmaceutical industry is trying to chase us down and run us out of business because they're going to lose money if we cure cancer instead of them charging people up the ass to treat it with medicine and stuff. So Jigsaw goes to get this experimental treatment. And they're like, it was a success. You're fine. And then he finds out that they didn't even operate on him and it was a scam. And they do this. They like set up shop, scam a whole bunch of people out of their life savings, and then just disappear and set up shop in like a different country and rip off a whole new set of people. So obviously if you rip off Jigsaw, you're in deep fucking shit. And it was it was kind of cool because Jigsaw was like the main character of the whole movie, and you're like rooting for the guy. You're like, oh my god, a whole organization that takes advantage of terminally ill cancer patients? What fucking scumbags! Yeah, let's see them go through hell. And I kept seeing all these headlines that it has the goriest kill out of any Saw movie. They were sort of giving it the same treatment as Terrifier. Where they were like, oh, if you go see this in the theater, bring your barf bag. It's gross. So I was like, ooh, now I'm really enticed. I got to see what the fuck, what's making people barf. And there were, I don't know exactly which one they were talking about, but I have a pretty good idea. But there were two that were pretty fucking gross. Um, And it also just makes me think back to when my thumb blew open from getting hit with the baseball and when my grandma face planted and split her lip open and spit out teeth and was gushing blood all over the place and I almost fainted from those two moments, I was like, if this shit that these people have to do to themselves 
they would have passed out like 10 seconds into it. But I guess you have to, if you want buckets of blood and torture porn, you got to suspend a lot of disbelief of these people not passing out as they inflict just insane amount of pain on themselves. But uh, I will say, if you like horror movies, or if you've even given up on the Saw franchise, it you only really have to see the first and second. And it's it was worth it. It was a fucking solid so, flick. So good to watch during spooky season, you're saying? I would say it's good to watch during Halloween season. Guess, guess everyone went, huh? yeah it was good it was like a 3.75 dicker I I really enjoyed it the only things that I've watched have been older horror movies yeah have you have you stumbled upon any goodies that you had never seen before uh day of the dead I've never seen Oh, the that Romero? The Romero, yeah. With Bub? Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and then we watched Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which I know is not really a spooky season movie. It's spooky season adjacent. But that's a good one. I think horror comedy counts. Tucker and uh, Dale? Yeah, I saw that when it first came out. The Craft. <laughs> <laughs> With Nev Campbell? With Nev with peak Nev Campbell, yes. And Feruza Balk. In my uh, and early the, uh, and the chick from uh Encino Man. Oh yeah, Robin Tooney? Tooney? Robin Yep, Robin Tooney. Yeah. Robin Looney Tooney. When I was uh, you know, a, a teenage fucking goth wannabe when all my typo negative shirts the craft was a very bonerific movie. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it in a very long time. Uh so I didn't remember it being such a like a mean girl movie. I definitely remembered it being more witchy, but it was basically mean girls with witchcraft, which I'm not complaining about. One of the things I remember is I don't know why this scene stuck with me, but they're like driving really fast in a car and she uses her witchy powers to make all the lights turn green. Yep. I was just like, ooh, that's yep. a cool power to have. I want that. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm so anti the goth shit and always was. I've, I've never seen the craft. I liked it. I mean, I haven't seen it yeah, since I mean, college. It's, it's not even really all that gothy i think feruza balka is the only true goth character in the is that the movie vicky valancourt yeah from Waterboy. Yeah. yeah yeah man i had a huge crush on her when during because of the craft or uh, around that same time yeah i mean she was just like a cute kooky goth chick in so many movies and you know Young me trying to be a fucking edgelord gauging my ears out and going to Hot Topic all the time. It was just like, oh, man, that's my dream girl. What does she do now? 
Like, when's the last time she's been in a movie? I don't know. I'm going to Google it. Oh, let's see. They're going to reroute me to IMDb. Release date, newest first. She's just in TV. She, she was the craft in Legacy in 2020. She was in the Val Kilmer documentary in archival footage. And she did a Return to Oz documentary. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> uh, but I did uh, go, Shuddy, to the theater again. Oh. With Carl and saw The Creator. Cause like a bunch of movies came out that I didn't have a chance to see. So I'm just trying to play catch up right now. And, um, I know it was the same guy that did, uh, I think he said, yeah, it's the same guy that did rogue one, which was my favorite of the spinoff star Wars movies. And I saw it was getting kind of like lukewarm reviews from critics and stuff, but I have a boner for sci-fi and, I have an even bigger boner for cyberpunk and this felt a little cyberpunky. It was kind of like a war movie. If you incorporated some elements of like Akira ghosts in the shell, blade runner, halo. I don't know. I thought it was fucking sick. Critics be damned. I enjoyed it. Visuals were really fucking cool. The special effects were awesome. It's kind of a topical story of like humanity versus AI. Are they with us? Are they against us? Pretty cool action. Pretty cool battles. John David Washington kicks ass. Always enjoy seeing him and stuff. Did it get bad reviews? Kind of. I don't think it had a very high Rotten Tomato score. Oh, you know Jeff doesn't take listen to that. I see the Rotten Tomato score though, because I just Google the movie and it just shows it like up top. I list that IMDb and Facebook. Facebook. Apparently, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook's opinion matters on the subject. And Facebook's that's a new opinion thing for me. matters on zero subjects. Facebook is just people complaining, posting conspiracy theories, and then falling for the same copy and paste of a paragraph you do not have my permission to use my facebook pictures for anything else Rate posting this on facebook absolves me of that and it's legally binding and it's like how do you fucking morons fall for this every goddamn month i feel like when i gave up on facebook like eight years ago people were still doing that oh uh, uh starting on june 1st facebook is gonna have free reign of all pictures you post it's like Hey, dummies, when you first signed up and, like, clicked the little I agree thing, you you gave all that shit away ago when you first signed up. Copy and paste paragraphs turn out not legally binding. But it's funny that you fall for it every time. It's very funny. Keep doing it. It would be legally binding, right? Maybe? Yeah, maybe. Turn Who out. knows? Post it. Find out. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I literally don't even know what you're talking about. I you must not be friends to, like, with a lot of older it. people on Facebook. Well, not only that, but it's also the conspiracy theorists, like the people that are constantly posting about like flat earth bullshit or any of the other dumbass conspiracy theory stuff. They always, always fall for the Facebook did not have my permission to use my bleep, 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 bleep. 
And then there are also the ones that constantly get hacked. And it's like a link that says, like, I just died. Here's the story about it. It's like, man, you dumb fucks really will fall for anything, huh? But anyway, the creator, yeah. if you like sci-fi, cool shit. Facebook gave it a four out of five. How, are what, you sucking more or less dicks than Facebook? I'm sucking the same. I'll suck four creator dicks. Oh, wow. That was some what, fucking... if you, what if we found out that... Did you did you suck dicks for Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, it was only one. Let's let's see what Facebook does with that one. Oh, uh, they're only giving me for that movie. They're only giving me IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. Uh. IMDb is a little colder or um, less sold on Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Than Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes has it as a as a three percent. <laughs> IMDb has it two point nine out of ten. Actually, wait, no, wow, Rotten Tomatoes way more down on uh, Winnie the Pooh than IMDb. Now that I think about it, because with the decimal, you know, my bad, twenty nine percent technically is IMDb. Yeah, because I mean, if you watch the movie and you're just there for kills, there are a couple kills that are gory. Yeah, they're a little gory. I mean, everything surrounding it is way below par, even for the shittiest of horror movies. But, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes is literally just an aggregation of thumbs up or thumbs down, and I can't see that blood being enough for anybody to be like, yeah, thumbs up, watch this. Disappointing. Wow. I thought they were onto something. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> yeah, well. Who knew? A Winnie the Pooh slasher movie. Not that great. Do you think of any um public domain things you can you can monkey paw and make a movie out of? I mean, what about combining them? Like if everything is public domain, just fucking create your own multiverse like have Peter Pan get murdered by Winnie the Pooh. I don't know. Let's see. Like, is Popeye in public domain yet? Popeye's got to be fucking old as dirt. I'm looking at Robin Hood, Zorro, Dracula, Sherlock Holmes, John Carter, Frankenstein's monster, Scarecrow, Dorothy, the Wizard of Oz characters, Hunchback of Notre Dame, King Kong. You got to make like an Avengers Endgame. I know. Like, let's fucking let's get a Kickstarter going. Puminati, we need to raise a hundred K and we're gonna make the most batshit stupid movie ever. I think you need to update uh Natty Bumpo for I don't think I know what that market. is. Natty Bumpo? <laughs> He's uh somebody that James Fennymore Cooper created. Uh Natty Bumpo is a white man who has no Indian blood in him, but has lived so long with them he is caught between the two worlds. Known by the whites as Hawkeye, Hawkeye or the Deer Slayer, the Indians call him La Long Carabine or the Long Rifle. Yeah, it's a little problematic. I don't think I'm going to touch that one, Shuddy. <laughs> Dude, go for it. Oh, look, Dude, it Paul... turns out Al Jolson, that's in public domain. Uh, Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. So we can get fucking weird. We can get weird. Captain Nemo. 
Captain Nemo. Is that the uh, From... the Ten Thousand Leagues Under the Sea? What is that? Yeah, but I was, gonna, it... I was gonna guess Moby Dick. Isn't it Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea? Oh yeah. Kevin doesn't watch sports. I mean, looking at the list, there is definitely uh, potential. I mean, to get I'm, really weird, like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, Moby Dick team up. <laughs> they give Moby Dick that serum, and he turns into like a gigantic, evil, mutated monster whale. Yeah, I mean the the biggest thing that Disney is just scrambling to do is to protect Mickey Mouse when that becomes public domain. Let me see if they have the um, the exact date of that yet. Mickey Mouse entering public domain. Oh, it's, like it's already gonna be there. January. January. Three I just months. don't believe that's gonna happen. I know, but like, how is Disney? I mean, they're insanely powerful. If anybody can do it, it's Disney. But like. How do you fucking stop this? You have to like majorly change copyright laws. Yeah. And that's what Disney will do between now and January. I think you should start getting your treatment ready, Kevin, for your porn Mickey Mouse parody. (laughs) And never get hired by anything Disney related. I mean, Disney's going to own everything someday. Maybe, maybe I, that's a hornet's nest. I do not kick. Supposedly they're they're shit in the bed and uh like ESPN has lost some money. Most like they lose hundreds of millions of dollars every month on Disney Plus. I mean, I know they're a big company, but there's only so many hundreds of millions of dollars a month you can lose before it's like, well, we're not so big anymore. I'm seeing some looking here. at the what did you find, Shuddy? I- I'm just looking at this article on screencrush.com of characters in the public domain. And for Frankenstein, they have this really nice black and white photo, but it's of the scene by the pond in Monster Squad. So it's not even a black and white. (laughs) Just taking a a still from Monster Squad and black and white in it. Is it with Frankenstein and Phoebe the Phoebe? Yeah, where he gives Phoebe the flowers and when she and she's holding them with her stuffed animal. God, I love that movie. It's so good. That's on the list for that's on the I have a an app on my phone of that's a spin wheel that I have all the horror movies for spooky season on. I mean, I already watched I already watched it for this year. Cuz I got that beautiful beautiful Blu-ray. All right, so this article is saying that some lawyer is claiming Disney is not going to lose the rights to Mickey Mouse. Uh, well, technically, everyone will have the rights to Mickey Mouse, isn't that? Yeah, the they'll, point? they'll never actually lose it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this says Steamboat Willie is going to enter the public domain. Mickey Mouse is potentially safe forever. Um, and then they're, they're also stating that even Steamboat Willie could be safe from general use, like some 
goofy chucklehead making a, a slasher movie with Steamboat Willie. So I don't fucking know. Who knows? I guess we'll all find out together in January. That'll be the true test. It looks like Felix the Cat is in public domain also. I don't really know anything about Felix the Cat. Is that the... the, I, don't know, the I don't know half the shit you guys have said. Like Steamboat Willie? Who the fuck is that? Steamboat Willie was the first cartoon to feature Mickey Mouse. Something I'll have to remember for our next Trivial Pursuit battle. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like uh, Mickey Mouse probably is going to be safe. I can't imagine that getting turned over to the public. But I also don't, you know, I don't understand copyright law. Maybe they are just truly fucked. I think everyone's rooting for that. I know I am. I would love to see a fucking... I mean, I don't know if I'll actually watch it, but if they had like a a Mickey Mouse... Um, I guess it would just have to be like a... I think the Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh slasher movie is like the best way to fuck up like a public domain thing, right? And have it still be mainstream. I mean, obviously you do a Mickey Mouse porn, but I'm sure they've already done that. Yeah, and they they always right? just be like, you know, like not Scooby Doo, the XXX parody. They always like skirt it by just throwing those words in there. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Like honestly, they've really. And are you are you even into horror all that much, Jeff? No, because I know Bill and Cheech are. Yeah, they got a whole like sixty movie spooky season Halloween season like list that they're checking off maybe not I don't know if it goes 60 deep but there's definitely double feature nights here in the Clark household where I go back to my room and listen to sports podcasts (laughs) I I get kicked out of the living room for horror movies man you really are a sports fucking junkie huh I really am that's why I have no friends and I'm single. Eh. I have a few friends. Got <laughs> <laughs> a couple. Because I was thinking about it. Like, there's so many things that, like, you just can't do because you have to watch sports. And, like, I can't think of anything that would take the place of sports. Like, nothing MSPH related is superseding watching sports. Um, is anything family I mean, related? I would... Nah, MSPH has a much better chance of superseding sports than my family. Um, <laughs> I did. I actually didn't watch college football during my uh, brother's girlfriend's 30th birthday party. That was tough, but I managed... You weren't like, because I remember any any character that was Jeff-like in an 80s movie, and they had to go to a party where sports were happening, they would bring one of those miniature TVs with an antenna and be glued to that. Yeah. You didn't have like a hidden air, like get the world's smallest Bluetooth and listen to a live audio feed? I probably would have had on my phone, on my YouTube TV on my phone, but my <laughs> my phone battery is completely fucked. Like I have to I have to get a new phone shortly, so I can't I can't even really watch movies on my phone. 
sucks. But yeah, now like sports is probably the most important thing in my life, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. I would, I, I, I'm down to um, record an MSPH during sports if need be. Because then you could have it on silent, right? Because we've been there before. We're, we're, we're in the we've middle of the show, that. and Jeff will just be like, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would be monitoring it. I'll tell you that. Oh. I have a big screen right here. And yeah. if we had to record on Football Sunday, the YouTube TV now has a multi-view where I can watch four games at once. I'd like, make it work. Would you judge me if video games took the same priority. Like if I missed out on a big group gathering because I had to stay home and play video games, would you be like, oh, ah, ah. or would you be like, yep, I get it. Because that is that is a wedgieable offense. Like even the, the tiniest little thing, if you were like, no, I can't do it because I have to play video games. Like you would just get yeah. eviscerated. Probably, yeah. That'd be that'd be a controversial thing. Yeah, but um, sports kind of gets a pass. I mean, does it? And it's I feel like I'm in the middle of getting a wedgie. I feel like I'm getting <laughs> wedgied right now. I mean, it is kind of nerdy, but like I feel like people never really break it down in that way. You know, like people are no. just straight. I've I've known a lot people that are just straight up sports junkies, where like. You know, I would love to go um, on this once-of-a-lifetime thing, but I have to stay and watch a football game at home. And it's like, like we're now in the days of technology where you could record a game and watch it later. Just like, like, I don't think I could go on a vacation during football season. I don't. Not right now. Like if I and if I told Carl that like you know I just bought that I just bought Final Fantasy 16 if she was like hey we're going to go out for drinks this weekend with uh my friends and I was like sorry I have to play Final Fantasy she would be like you're a giant pussy Well absolutely and if I had a Carl she would probably call me a giant pussy for skipping out on something for sports um but that's why I don't have a Carl. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much exactly why I don't have a Carl is because I don't want to like, I don't want to chop my life up or, or, or um, split my life among sports and, uh, or like what I like to do in a woman. So like, she's not down to like make room for sports. Then like sports wins, uh, sports clearly wins over sex. All the time. No, no. Yeah. I love that you I mean, turned you turned into Jeff Otron for that answer. Yep. Nobody knows what you really answered. Maybe you're okay with sports trumping sex. I'm down. I turn off the video during sex. <laughs> Man, it's really getting you at the funniest of times. <laughs> 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 
scraggle, 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 scraggle. Unfucking believable. Hey, you're back. You want to try that again? I would. I would turn off the TV during sex. <laughs> How manly of you. Yeah, gentlemanly of me, actually. <laughs> yeah, you're a true romantic, Jeff. I never, I never realized that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've watched a couple of porns where they, uh, the girl just starts blowing the guy during while I was watching the game, and then, and then he turns off the TV, and it's like, wow, the discipline of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is that joke about like. What is it? Is like Canadians only have sex doggy style so they can both watch hockey. <laughs> is that a joke? That is a good one. I remember hearing something I've, about that back in the day. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the case. <laughs> it's a great, that's a great idea, actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna start using that. Next next time I have sex, I don't know. Who knows? oh man well it appears we've come to the end of another grand adventure together my friends but hey it doesn't have to end here I can't stress enough how awesome patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour is yeah it's great the greatest I mean you get an extra bonus podcast every week. There's three seasons of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition available. And then if you bump up the to books. the if you bump up to the ten dollar tier, you also get supermarket queefs. Queef or no queef. What the fuck did I just watch with Shuddy and Dom? Jeff's snack attacks. Jeff's between two flushes. You also get Kevin's nerd hole. Uh, 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 there's other stuff. 60 seconds. Kevin's Kevin. unnamed show. Kevin's unnamed show. Isn't that, didn't you have, I saw notifications that you had something called Kevin's unnamed show. Oh, wow. I don't even remember that. Weird. Hey, that's there. There's some footage of you on set of your first movie, your directorial debut. I don't think there is. Oh, wait. But there's a John Cooper movie diaries up there. That's what I meant. Yeah. I did. You know what? I wanted to film some stuff on set, but honestly, it was. It was so hectic that I never even got a chance to. Yeah, I know. I I realized it was pretty hectic on for you on movie set and you weren't going to be able to hang out with friends if they were coming. Just chill. So I don't know. Uh, so apparently Kevin's new unnamed show is what transformed into nerd hole. That's what like the first couple oh, episodes shit. of it are called. <laughs> wow. I, gotta go back I thought you posted something new that shows how frequently I check out all the posts on Patreon. I just saw a notification. I was like, Oh, Kevin's got something new and it's super Mario brother maker too. <laughs> oh boy. I completely forgot about that. Well, Anyway, that's all there. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. It helps keeps us afloat and gets you tons and tons of extra bonus content. And if you would like to see us on YouTube, I don't know why, but it's there. YouTube.com. Because we're good-looking fellows. That's why. 
Speak for yourself, Shuddy. Yeah, you can watch. Well, I mean, I mean, I was. I make you both prettier, so. I'm a soft three. We all know it. You're a flaccid three. <laughs> but yeah, youtube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Records. And What's... at MSPH Podcast. And also at John Cooper Movie. If we can get that above 2,000 follows in the next coming weeks, that would be a really fucking cool look. So please and thank you. What's up, Shuddy? Cut him off, Kevin. Cut him off. Don't let him talk. <laughs> What's worse, that as as far as looks, that Jeff's a flaccid three, or when it comes to penis size, he's only a hard three? Oh, here we go. I knew I knew it was going there. I knew I couldn't just <laughs> drop the soft three comment and move on. Well, we're glad you did. And hey, speaking of Jeff, the Flaccid 3 podcast. Oh, wait, no. It's um, Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. I'll tell you what. It was a Flaccid week, NFL week five for me. I'll tell you that. Fucking got my brains kicked in. Actually, I didn't do so bad in the podcast. It was three and two in the podcast. But personally, it was a fucking horror show. But yeah, check out Outkick Bets. I'm going to do an NBA Eastern Conference preview this week. Preview NFL Week 6. Hit the Western Conference in the NBA next week. Obviously, Week 7 will be uh, in the NFL next week as well. So just doing a weekly betting podcast for your, hopefully, that'll help you profit betting sports, whether you fade or follow me. Well, at least you had the wherewithal to know which bets to include in the podcast and which ones to keep to yourself for your personal betting that gave you the spanking you got. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If you listen to my advice in the podcast, you wouldn't made money. Apparently I should too. Yeah. You should listen to mm-hmm. yourself. Stop being such a stupid jerk off. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening. But until next time, something. Hey, 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 hey. Poop, 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 poop. Open meeting, please. Please. Poor favor. I'm talking about Kevin now that he's now that he's here. Hey, Kevin. How you doing, buddy? Not too shabby. How about yourself? I'm all right. Took an ass whooping and gambling this weekend. So that that is me a little butt hurt. But fucking cock. Whatever. Goddamn cock. Patreon. Well, as long as you smoke a El Blunto, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> smoke a bowl, but not an El Blunto. I need an El Blunto. I need like four El Bluntos after my football <laughs> weekend. Have you have you chilled out on El Bluntos? I know they they were at one point in time your preferred method of smoking. Um, I haven't smoked a blunt in. Since I saw, probably since I saw my mom in upstate New York, because she used to only smoke blunts. 
Actually, this is something that I wanted to talk to you guys about on the page, or uh, on the on the main episode. All right. Well, let's put a pin in that then. Yeah. But I just took shitty loss after shitty loss after shitty loss yesterday. I got fucking just spit roasted. Well, if you would have taken Eagles and the points, they covered the spread. I took the Rams actually. That was probably my best bet of Sunday. Um, going into Sunday, it didn't turn out to be my best bet of Sunday. I'm obviously you watched the whole game. I watched. I watched the whole game. The Rams didn't even play bad. Like you guys are just fucking nasty. Like, it, it it was frustrating. Save, save this for the Patreon. Save this for the Patreon. Yeah. Fair enough. Where the people want their football talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the uh all the loyal Puminati who love football and need it in Patreon. 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 Patreon, is that huh. how you pronounce it? <laughs> 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 It's amazing how far Jeff has come. Yeah. I'm just developing week in, week out your guys' tutelage. Tutelage. I'm trying to poop up tutelage. Uh, I can't. Tutelage? God damn it. Why did, uh, my, why did my internet have to pick right now to start shitting out on me? Tutelage? What is it? Poodleage? <laughs> Yeah, tillage mm, no. Turtleage. Turtleage. That's that's pretty good. I am a necrophiliac. Shuddy, I see you're rocking that G Pen handheld vaporizer. I am. Those things are pretty dope. They are. They're they're really dope. It, it looks like it looks like my Manscaped pube trimmer, or tremor, and every time I see it, I just, I don't know. Is he fucking hitting a pube trimmer right now? <laughs> oh, that's the that's what I use to shave my micro grundle. <laughs> yeah, it's tight in there, and the Manscaper's perfect for that. <laughs> Free plug for Manscaped. I'm sure you guys will fucking see it all over your... Instagram or threads or whatever social media you guys use nowadays. I, uh, so I wrote in stuff in John Cooper where they use a volcano and it didn't raise any alarms in the script clearance report. So I just figured we were good for it. And then a week before we started shooting, a producer was like, you know what? I just want to make sure. So I emailed volcano and sent them the script and asked them about it. And I was like, ooh. Because we actually did have a few people that reached out and wanted to do product placements. And then when they read the script, they were like, yeah, there's a lot of uh, hardcore drug use in that movie, huh? Yeah, we, you know what? We're, we're just going to politely decline now. It's like, hey, you're the ones that reached out. Yeah, you came to us. So I started getting nervous, and I was like, fuck. And like every day I was checking in. I was like, did Volcano get back to us? Did they get back to us? They're like, no, no. And I was like, shit, you know, I really wanted to 
you know, there are some jokes that it's it's like directly used in the movie, and then in you know part the big party scene. So I hit up Boognish, and I was like, hey, uh, d- does G Pen have any sort of equivalent to like a tabletop vaporizer like a volcano? And he was like, no, but we do have that um, that gravity bong thing, you know, that like big pill shaped glass yeah. thing. And I was like, ooh, do you think they would be into having that in the movie? And he was like, yep. I'll overnight you one. So after they sent that, Volcano wrote back and they were like, script was awesome. Yeah, go ahead. Use it. Thank you. So there's now like two really, really cool smoking devices featured in the movie. So G-Pen and Stores and Bickle are represented. Yeah. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that st- you that story ended with a happy ending because if Stores and Bickle had turned you down, I don't know. I might have stopped using my volcano. In I don't solidarity. know. If, I don't know if anything could get me to stop using my volcano. In all I, honesty, I mean, it would probably last about 20 minutes after we finished recording, but I would try. I would make an effort for at least that long. You know that my volcano, I think, is still going after 15 years. It's fucking crazy. You, you should not have said that. Um, but didn't you send it out for repair once? Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, you know, it was just little things stopped working in it. And then they fix it and send it right back to you. But it's still the same. You should, you should not have said that. Is, that. is that because of the Kevin Craft curse? Yes, that would be the Kevin Craft curse that's so bad it's spelled with a K. <laughs> yeah. How fucking dare you? <laughs> now I've I've jinxed myself many a times and the the volcano is stronger than the craft curse. Wow, you are just thumbing your nose at at, yeah. your, at your bad luck. Well, he hey, gets one me... movie under his belt and all of a sudden he doesn't care about the uh yeah. the weight of fate that's on his shoulders all, at all times. Oh no! Circumvents complete disaster, and the writer strike ends. And look at this guy, just look. The curse, the curse still exists. I know. I know that is very much true. He appears to have the world by the testicles right now. Mm, No, not yet. Not yet. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Whew. By world, you mean Puminati? Get the Puminati by the testes. They were missing you. Did you just take. Did you just take drugs? Mm-hmm. Recreational or necessity? Mm, necessity. Man, that would be a hell of a flex if I'm just like taking illegal <laughs> narcotics right as we're about to get going. Pop an oxy right before we start recording. <laughs> Jeez, Kevin, Hollywood has really changed you. I just immediately become <laughs> Rush, Rush Limbaugh. Ladies and gentlemen, give me one second here. I'm just taking my cabbage. <laughs> I don't. I I don't know if I've ever heard Rush Limbaugh talk. I guess I guess that time he he did an NFL cover. I know we got to keep the NFL stuff mostly for Patreon, but he was on the NFL, like, ESPN pregame show for, like, I don't know, five weeks before he said something stupid and they fired him. 
<laughs> I mean, I just remember it back from like the Stern days when they were like thrashing him after he was calling for like all drug addicts to be executed and all that usual saber rattling bullshit. And then he had to come clean and admit that he was a junkie and took like 70 Oxycontins a day. And his code word for it was cabbage. Did he say this on air? Like, I got to take my cabbage? Or is that just behind the scenes of the producers? No, no. It was like his code word when he was ordering more of it. Damn. Who would have known? Rush Limbaugh liked the party. Yeah, he seems like a real fucking barrel of laughs, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Depends what kind of party you're at. Some people probably found him hilarious. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I think we should execute all drug addicts except for me. <laughs> this is the bike who got me on the penis, people. Penis, people. Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? One moment, just writing up an intro. And you're on a post-it? No, I do this in my phone. What's post-it worthy and what's like notepad on the phone worthy? Um, nope. Notepad in the phone is show rundown. And how far back does that go? By by um I mean I've just been using the same one. Like, sometimes I forget to delete shit, so it goes down pretty low, and the very, very last item of business on it, it just says, smoking weed and peppercorn. Wow. That was was a minute ago. That was a while ago that we talked about that little experiment. Yeah. That's when you smoke pot and eat a a peppercorn, and your high vanishes. It's when you get too high, yeah, and you eat a couple of peppercorns and it levels you off. I have had to do that recently. I keep peppercorns in stock at all times. I shouldn't say that like I've replaced them. It's the same jar of peppercorns from when we had that very conversation. <laughs> it just Is it like... If you get high too close to a work meeting? No, it's... uh, So, I've been making my own tincture. And so, it's been figuring... When I've been trying to figure out the dosage of that. So, to bring me... Mm -hmm. Like, when I get, like... Panicky, like, super, super high and panicky. From being too high, like... And that I'll throw a four or five peppercorns in my mouth and hate my life for about 20 minutes, but I'll be, uh, I'll come down pretty quickly and be manageable. Yeah. I always forget that, that, um, that escape hatch exists. So when I get too high, I just sit there and think about death for too long. I I mean, I would recommend, (laughs) Getting some peppercorns in your cabinet. Like, it sucks. It's not fun. I will 
not even pretend that chomping on five peppercorns raw by themselves is a good time. Uh, you have to eat five. You have to eat a few of them. Like it. Oh my goodness. Gotta hurt. I, and I think that the, I think it's just a, I don't know this. I have not researched this or anything, but I feel like it's gotta be a chemical reaction in your brain. Uh, that pushes a rush of adrenaline that helps bring you down because it's terrible. It's terrible. And then they get like, they get stuck in your teeth and then you're like, for, like I said, like 20 minutes, you're still, you're the side of your mouth. You've chomped on the peppercorns is not fun, but it is. And you can confirm it works. I can 100% confirm it works. That's, that's the most important thing. Like it, it's the equivalent of pulling the ejector lever in a fighter jet. You don't do it unless it's absolutely one hundred percent necessary. <laughs> oh God, I can't stop thinking about what would happen if I met He Man and he didn't like me. Oh God, no! Pull the ejector, uh, goose. It, you know, honestly, I don't usually have intrusive thoughts like that when I'm too high. Like I just, you just feel uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable and nauseous. Oh. Yeah, I I just get um intrusive thoughts and um just a panicky vibe in general. All right. Well, Jeff looks like he's not sure what intrusive thoughts are. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually googling it, but I was trying to do that on the download. <laughs> Is that like when I watch Armageddon and Ben Affleck gives me a boner? That's like when someone looks into my uh, my bedroom window, right? <laughs> How do you guys spell implusive? What's that word? <laughs> Oh man, it's been a lot of uh, inclusivity lately in the media. I'll tell you that, but we're not here to discuss that that type of thing. Uh, no, I will promise. I already gave you record permission. Oh, I don't see it. Hold on, maybe I have to make this window bigger. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, it. it's it's if. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Whoa, it's only visible when I completely max out the screen. Interesting. That's a new development. Recording in progress. Thanks, Nark. When you were gone, I thought the uh I thought I was doing a pretty good job at the editing of the stuff. Got the hang of it. And then the last time that I did the video uh for the Patreon episode, I forgot. I went on like speaker mode instead of just like the gallery view. Oh yeah. And it just went back and forth the entire video. Felt bad. Didn't didn't look at the comments to see if uh that video got crushed by the Puminati, but I assumed they didn't like it. I mean it, it I it didn't appear to, but now that fucking Patreon changed the way notifications show up, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it made things a little difficult on our end, but 
I'm gonna. I try. I was gonna do it this weekend, but then I realized I didn't have all of the artwork for the shows and stuff. But I'm gonna try and do the categories thing this week, which is something I've wanted on Patreon for a while. So like, instead of just a timeline from newest to oldest, people can go to folders and find like every episode of Supermarket Queefs, every episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch, every Snack Attack. Is that in uh, the collections section? I believe so, yeah. So I'm going to see if I can do that and make our Patreon a little easier to navigate for people. You can, like, search by filter. Filter by filter. Did Jeff just turn into a weird robot for you, Shuddy, there? He did, yes. That was really funny. Damn it. My internet has been a little sketchy, um, really, over the past couple of weeks, and I don't fully understand why. Yeah, well, I'm with you, Jeff. I get I get shafted by the the big fat veiny spectrum dong from time to time. Yeah, but we made uh, major strides in this household to have the most elite internet, mostly for my brother's gaming. Oh, FiOS. But, yeah, we have FiOS. Damn. But it's kind of shit in the bed lately. That's what I'm telling you. I, would, I feel like my I, internet is more reliable than yours, usually oh, yeah, speaking. Definitely. So your Fios, I have issues with Fios because of the backup battery. Mm. Like the backup battery in my Fios system needs to be changed. Uh, and when it starts beeping, I just go down, unplug it, and plug it back in, and it stops beeping. So when when it's sending the warning, it slows down the internet. But otherwise, it's amazing. Uh, let's see. Well, shall we officially kick this fucker off, gents? From New York City, it's Saturday night. Ellen Cleghorn! <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles, California, where the math scientists party hour. <laughs> <laughs>